In this episode, we chat with Dr. Yu Shu, who has been building TigerGraph, a platform for advanced analytics and machine learning on connected data, for nearly a decade. After being in stealth mode for several years, Yu emerged to attract not only some of the largest and most sophisticated corporate clients, but also some of the biggest and best investors. He's raised nearly $200 million in just a few years from the likes of Tiger Global and SoftBank, and this is just the beginning. His graphing technology is dramatically reducing the time it takes companies to analyze data and has an estimated market size of $100 billion. We hope you enjoy the show. Dr. Yushu, thank you so much for taking the time to chat with us today. I'd like to hop right in and talk about your more recent fundraise, which was earlier this year. You brought in a world-renowned partner in Tiger Global. Can you tell us a little bit about how you decided to partner with Tiger versus other firms? Hi, Ajay. Thanks for your invitation. It's good to join your podcast. Yes, early this year, we raised the more than $100 million in our CC. We choose Tiger Global because they really invest a lot in different database and analytics companies, the global. And also, even the name match, right? So it's an easy choice for us. Actually, also, I want to share a little uh, new information with you. Sure. We have not announced yet, but very soon, we're going to establish a new entity. In Japan, we're going to expand to the Japanese market. Actually, as a part of the, you know, follow on for CVC, we also take a big investment from SoftBank Vision Fund. So, Fantastic. yeah, we have two great investors. Yeah. What's interesting for folks in the audience is you were in stealth mode for a very long time. And so for many, yeah. it may seem like out of the gates, you started raising $100 million because I think it came you know, maybe three or four years after you came out of stealth mode. Tell us why you were in stealth mode for so long. That's a good question. It's kind of unusual for startups, especially in the Bay Area, right? So because typically startups talk about the vision, talk about the product roadmap, you know, get the customer excited. But we are a database and platform company. We are technology and the product-driven company. I think we need to build a really, really scalable and the mature product before we can do a lot of marketing. Otherwise, customer can become disappointed, right? The marketing action would hurt you. So that's one big reason we stayed in stealth mode for a lot of time. But also building a distributed database is, is really tough job, right? So it's really tough to build a distributed database for any type of a database, like a key value or document database or, or column database, right? So building a distributed graph database is even more difficult because if you think about it, graph is supposedly to connect the data points, to connect the dots, to give you better business insights, right? So distributing a bigger graph across machines and still being able to get the insights in real time is really, really challenging job. So it took us a lot of time to make sure we have really the best scalable graph database. And also on top of that, Graph initially was, you know, also kind of niche to a lot of people, right? Graph is intuitive, but not many people have only been educated by relational database in the last 40 years. So we also needed to build the really wonderful UI, right? Graph UI on top of a database. So it's easy to demonstrate the power of graph. So we also took the time to develop our graph studio 
which is like a top node or Microsoft Power BI. So to say is to believe, right? So we are not building the best graph database, but we also build the best graph UI and SDK. So that's why it takes a lot of time. And for those that are in the audience thinking about data and, and how Tiger Graph plays in data, from what I understand, your technology has the ability to dramatically increase the efficiency in which you analyze the data and, and glean insights from it. One of your big segments is banks. Tell us how you work with banks, what your technology does for them, and why it's far superior than prior solutions. Yeah, banking is a great use case for graph, but actually we have many different type of customers across industries. For example, Jaguar and Rover is in the, of course, in the car manufacturing business. They openly talk about the, how they use Tiger Graph to cut down their key supply chain planning from like three weeks using relational base down to 45 minutes or less using Tiger Graph. The result, they saved more than 100 million US dollars a year, right? In terms of, you know, penalties, in terms of commitment to the suppliers. So for bank, back to the question on the banking and the financial institution, they're using Tiger Graph for many, many different type of use cases. Actually, seven of the largest, the 10, 10 largest banks are using Tiger Graph now. So each bank is kind of different in, in the way they use Tiger Graph. But a lot of them use Tiger Graph for anti-money laundering. And also they use Tiger Graph to detect the fraud, fraud application in credit card or in business loan, right? Some use Tiger Graph to connect the dots so they can have a complete customer strategy view, right? So they know about the customer, they know how the customer journey look like, so they can improve their customer experience. So we have a lot of different use cases, even inside the banking industry. Also, a lot of data scientists in bigger banks, like Bank of America, JP Morgan, they're using TigerGraph to augment their machine learning and the AI models. Before TigerGraph, of course, they already have a really strong data scientist team, right? They have some of the best data science team doing machine learning, modeling, so they can improve the anti-money laundry and also fraud detection models, right? But now with TigerGraph, they're even doing much better because if you use Tiger Graph, they conduct a lot of different data sources. They, they generate a lot of new features or new training data sets. So their model become much better, much, much more accurate. So people, you know, often say garbage data in, garbage data out, right? So now with Tiger Graph, we give them really high quality data. So the model can produce much better result. Mm-hmm. And so it seems that your technology is applicable across multiple industries that you could essentially walk into these tech departments of various corporations and demonstrate just how quickly your technology, the graphing technology works. Do you see your market as kind of essentially the business market? The Are there any limitations to the market? I'm trying to get a sense of what you view as the addressable market. Yeah, that's a great question. We believe graph database itself can be much larger than document database like MongoDB because graph is really the most powerful model. It solves really the most high-value business problems no other database can solve. So by this alone, we believe graph database is much larger market than any other type of database. But also I mentioned that um, graph is really can really help augment machine learning and AI models, right? So we all know machine learning AI 
is right now really fundamentally transforming a lot of industries. But right now, Graph add more features, unique feature to make, make it the machine learning models even better. So machine learning and AI powered by Graph is also going to be a huge market. We are the leader in this space. And I also mentioned a little bit about the Graph UI, Graph BI, right, in our early discussion. If you look at the relational database, people are familiar with Tableau, Microsoft, you know, Power BI, or previous generation BI tools like Macro Strategy, Business Object, right? So BI market is huge, even larger than the relational database market. So I think this is going to happen also for Graph database. Once Graph database become dominant, become mainstream, then the Graph BI is also going to be a huge market because business guys can use UI, you know, browser to ask questions, right? They don't have to become an expert in graph theory or graph algorithms. So actually, we are building Graph Studio, Visual Query Builder, which is very similar to Tableau, but dedicated for graph databases. For example, using our UI BI tools, you can just drag and drop, ask questions like, who graduated from this university, moved to New York, joined IBM, but also has a friend or friend's friend work at the Microsoft, right? So it's a tree. It's a tree pattern or a small graph. You cannot answer or ask this question in any other database, but it's so easy to do using Graph BI. So Graph BI is also going to be a huge market. So back to a question, we believe the graph space is going to be more than $100 billion market in five years or so. So it's really a technology paradigm shift right now. In the last 40 years, relational base is the king, right? Oracle is the king. But then later, people realize relational base has a lot of limitation. So that's why you started to have a key value database, document database. They only saw some problem of the limitation from relational base. They saw the problem of scale out. They can use more machines to deal with more data more quickly but they cannot solve more complex problems than relation-based do, right? So right now, Graph is the most powerful model there, is the most you know, powerful uh, database. So if you can make a Graph database work across machines, you can have a scalable distributed Graph database, the opportunities are unlimited. <laughs> and when did you first conceive of this, the idea for the business and honing in on graph database technology. You were previously at, at Twitter. Were you starting to already have kind of an idea form while in kind of prior senior positions? Yeah, I'm a database guy. I've been doing database and distributed systems for over 25 years. I got a PhD in database from uh, University of California, San Diego. After that, I worked for Tire Data for about six years also in San Diego. So I, I, I really know database. I have uh, more than 20 patents in around the database and analytics. So actually, even before I joined the Twitter, I was looking at the, the database, right? So actually, my first job ever was in a startup in San Diego during my first year of PhD. So I really loved the, the, the startup environment where everybody worked together as close a team to create a solution to improve the world, right? So that's when I got the startup bug. But even before I joined the Twitter, I was working at the Tire Data, working with a lot of huge companies, like, you know, bigger banks, bigger payment companies. They were using expensive Tire Data to solve really complex problems. Sometimes the customer generated reports, which took days to finish. But if I really look at them, the customers are solving a graph problem. So at that time, I was thinking, if we 
had a native and a distributed graph database, the customer would be able to finish the business report 100 times faster, even a thousand times faster, right? So that's when I started to look at the startup environment. There was no really a good graph database at all on the market. So uh, later I joined uh, Twitter, moved to the San Francisco Bay Area. Right now I'm based in, in the San Francisco Bay Area. So I joined Twitter. At that time, only the best internal companies are getting the benefit of using graph, using internal graph technology. For example, Twitter at that time was a pre-IPO. When I joined, it was only like 500 people. Twitter was a big um, interest graph, right? Who you should follow, right? So Facebook, of course, is everything about the social network. LinkedIn was the largest, becomes the largest the social network graph. And uh, Google was just pushing out the knowledge graph. But I realized that early on, graph can be really useful to any kind of business, to any kind of application. So that's when I decided to found TigerGraph to create a high-performance, general-purpose, real-time, and distributed graph database so that you know it can be used by any kind of company, by any kind of application. And one of your earliest investors was uh, uh, Jerry Yang. How did you go about securing funding from Jerry Yang? Did you know each other? It was really tough to get the funding initially because especially as a database company, you need to take so much time to build a product before you can have any revenue. And the graph database was, was kind of, you know, niche market at that time. So it's not easy to get any funding, especially I didn't have any other previous success or check, check record, right? So when I joined Twitter, I mentioned it was a pre-IPO. And I was so excited about the building graph database because I have been working on Teradata and the database in my PhD. I, I think I have the capability to build the next generation graph database. I was really confident in my capability. So actually I created the Twitter pre-IPO. I gave up my all of my stocks, you know, before I invested anything, you know, just a couple of months before, you know, the investment, right? So that gave investors a lot of confidence. I, w- I was giving up the hottest pre-IPO company. I have, you know, patents. I, I built the stuff with, with Hadoop during my time at Teradata, you know, I published before. So I think uh, Jerry Young, I, I was fortunate, fortunate enough to gain trust from Jerry Young and his team through some introduction. So I think, yeah, it was not easy to raise initial funding. Yeah. Back then, could you foresee being at where you are today, having raised $170 plus million and, and having some of the best global investors backing your company? I didn't have a clear vision, you know, who would be the best investors, but uh, I always believed that if we build the best product, we will create value to, to the customer, to the world, then the good Good things will happen. So initially, I really focus on building the product, talk to customer to make sure there's a product market fit. Because, you know, I'm a computer scientist. I never worked in any other particular domain, right? So I didn't really know what would be the use cases. Initially, I only guessed, you know, graph will be really useful for social apps, you know, for internet companies. So I didn't know, for example, now it was used by United Health Group to build the largest healthcare Graph, right? right? They are serving more than 50 million patients in real time using TigerGraph. So I didn't know a lot of things happened now. And given that you had kind of transitioned to the entrepreneurial phase, was there anything that surprised you about as you were building the company? Something that surprised you either pleasantly or more of a challenging time? 
Yeah, there are a lot of challenges. So uh, when I started the company, it was so naive, you know, but the ups and downs in a startup and each, during each stage of the company have different challenges, right? So during the initial stage, of course, is about the funding, right? And then later stage is about how you educate our customer, why graph, why not a Warren call, right? Now it's really about how we scale more quickly internationally, right? So we already have company, legal entities in Korea, in, in Singapore, right? In, in countries in Europe. So now we want to expand to more regions and more countries. So each stage, you have a different challenge. So I learned a lot of stuff on my way. So I, I think I'm really thankful for the journey. And also sometimes you have to make a tough decisions, right? So it's not just about the product technologies. A lot of times it's also about the communication, about the people, about, you know. So yes, it's more complex than I initially thought. Initially I thought you, you have a really nice idea. You have the technology and the product capability. You build the best product. Good things happen, yes. But it also come with a lot of challenge and a lot of you know, issues yeah, on the way. Well, we're coming up on time here and I'd like to ask one last question, if I may. And that is, who do you look to as kind of the ideal CEO? It could be someone you've worked with directly or someone you know of or someone you've read about. Who do you think is kind of the ideal CEO that you try to aspire to? That's a great question. I have been studying a lot of books, you know, read online a lot to try to improve myself. And I have been inspired by many, many great leaders, including CEOs. I think on the high level, Steve Jobs and Elon Musk have been inspiring to many people, me, me included. In the database and the analytics space, I really like the CEO of uh, Snowflake, Frank uh, Slutman. Actually, he, he wrote a book December last year. I listened to the audiobook. It was wonderful. And I think uh, that's really inspiring to me. And I think uh, it's a inf- really informational book and uh, it's a great reader for me. And uh, Snowflake is a great company and we inspire to be the next uh, Snowflake in the graph space. Excellent. That's a great note to end on. Well, Dr. Shu, thank you so much for joining us. I know our audience will find this very insightful. Thank you, Ajay. It was great talking to you.